Perfect. Uh, hello, to, uh, and welcome to the second or third episode of Why You Should. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last one was a bonus episode. Uh, the continuity is not... It isn't, it isn't great. Uh, uh, and today, my friend Jake is here. Jake is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. He's killed people for me. Jake, introduce yourself. Hi, I am a bounty hunter. I'm 18 years old, and I, I do... I do accept cash, cash bribes to take out people in the t- in our town. Pretty cool. Really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what Jake is gonna convince me to do today. So I think just give us a little. Tell me what it is and give me I'm a little just, pitch for you. Just lay it out TV there. Spiel. Lay it out. Lay it all out. All right. You gotta stop saying cuss words. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, I have a real thing. <laughs> okay, end of the episode. You didn't convince me. Okay. All right. Um, I have this written out. Okay. Uh, so that my thing I'm trying to convince you to do today is to listen to the Grateful Dead's 1969 album, Oxo Moxoa, whilst going on a walk during a dark time of the day. Huh? <laughs> you know it's a it's a very a, specific task is this a second joke or is this really what the episode no is this about? is the real thing man uh all right um i guess yeah give me your pitch as to why i should listen to this Ooh, just looked up on spotify grateful dead uh spotify said no results found for grateful dead so i guess uh you know it's out of my pay rate. You're right. Yeah. You're breaking up a little bit. I don't see your. I don't hear you anymore. Oh yeah, uh, you're 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 slowing down too. You sort of uh, you're sort of chopping in and out. I think if we go to just audio, it'll be easier to talk. Yeah. Let's do that. Here, say some words. Yeah, yeah uh, Jake. I can't hear you. Uh, at all and you're just frozen your voice kind of <laughs> sounds like a robot yours yours sounds like a robot too i can sort of pick you up now here don't awesome. don't there we go hey something okay happened. so you can i'm gonna turn my audio off or my yeah my thing off too okay Let's so do this with no sound are, are we good now <laughs> all right should i recap uh yeah. Okay. I'm all not right. editing any of this, by the way. I don't edit. No, don't all. do. That. Don't edit. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. So Jake's back. We had a little technical issue there. If you complain about it, I will. I'll hurt you. Um, so I heard you. So what's the that... full name of the of the album again, please? So, I think I heard you say you couldn't find it on Spotify. The Grateful Dead. Did you Did you uh, spell it? G R, A T E F U L. Literally, yes, that's what how I spelled it. I don't know how I would spell uh, the Grateful Dead. Other, oh, it came up now. I just had to, you know, close it and right. restart it. You know, that classic. So you know, the album Grateful is, Dead trick. It's spelled A O X O M O X O A. Yes. Oh, I it's, see it. I have it in my sights. It's a word. It's like one of the. Is it a palindrome? Is that what it's called? Where it's backwards, the same as yeah. the front mm-hmm. ways. They made up the word, so it's not a uh, real word. 
cool. So the pronunciation already, is I, I don't like this at all. Pretty subjective. Um, but um, yeah. so my task is is to listen to this for the for the primary time, first time, to uh, in conjunction with uh, a walk in the in a at a night in the night. Okay. Not not as long as the sun is down, it's it's dark uh-huh. skies and stars are in sight. Okay, so nighttime. Yeah. If, if the sun's down and there's no stars in the sky, it's just like twilight. So it's mm-hmm. not night. It's always going to be night, is what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. This 1969 Grateful Dead album and the night. Okay. Right. Is there any reason? Okay, so that's the thing you're convincing so, me to do. <laughs> this isn't. Yeah. I didn't just like. <laughs> Just, just uh, throw a make dart. A, at we'll throw a bunch of nonsense and... on a page and read this right now. I've, okay, uh, I've probably done this like ten or twelve times. <laughs> We've um, done what? <laughs> <laughs> just like during this quarantine thing, I've uh, uh-huh. so I started going on walks, and I was I was realizing I don't like seeing people, mm-hmm. like in the neighborhood. We live in the same I also, I really context. don't like that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I started walking. There's something walking... about the people that live in this neighborhood that are just like especially annoying. <laughs> like they really take up a lot of space when they walk down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I also didn't like that experience. So I started walking around like nine because the sun would still be up a little bit. But like as you'd walk. Like, no one's out. Like, all the kids are sleeping, you know. So all the parents are tending to their needs and stuff like that. I assume. All the seven-year-olds are sound asleep already. They're not, they don't have any more energy. They're always, always, always still asleep. A hundred percent of the time. The parents um, say, go to bed, and they said they say yes. They yeah. say, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you had a similar experience coming back from school for just the rest of the semester where, oh, like, I actually don't do any physical activity anymore because all of my physical activity was walking to class and just walking to stuff in my college town. And then all mm. of a sudden I'm just in a bedroom 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I, I sort of get that, but I have been uh, exercising three times a week because if I don't, I'll just pass away. Like, I, Oh, you know, what do you just... do? I uh I bike like I have a stationary bike. It's oh, that's just awesome. like it's just like a real bike, but it's just like tied down so it doesn't go oh, anywhere. I remember you were you're uh you were atop that during our jam session last year. Yes, yes, <laughs> I, yes, I was. <laughs> uh, so that's you, true. So yeah, I mean that's cool. Yeah, but um, but it, it's it's not the same as a walk. Yeah. You know, it's more like an obligation. Yeah. It's uh, so. My, the the point still stands. My 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 the way that I live is different now that I'm home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, so I started doing this like obviously like with headphones, mm-hmm. like listening to music. So one of the first things I was like, all right, I'm gonna listen to the new Thundercat album, um, and that was really cool. I did that mm-hmm. like a few nights in a row, and um, as you do this like with the same album or just like playlist or whatever, mm-hmm. you start realizing like the patterns you do, like if you have the same path you walk around. So I walk around right. that big loop in our neighborhood and I'll be like, mm-hmm. Oh, um, it's track four. I always see like this house, like the lights light up when I walk past and it's like the same every time. 
Huh. And it's like this cool, like visual aspect. It's like this stimulus that's added. That's sort of just like I don't know. It just does something with your brain where it's just so much cooler. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. The reason I eventually <laughs> I, I I got into the um, I guess I've been a very very casual Grateful Dead fan, and there's such a weird like. They have a weird place in like music. They're sort of on their yeah. own island uh-huh. because a lot Definitely. of it just doesn't sound good most times. Yeah. A lot of it is about like doing a drug mm-hmm. with other people while the music is is there, you know? Yeah. Or a lot of it is like doing a drug to like really goofy music that's not like melodically driven sometimes. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just like, oh, these guys have been on stage for like 25 minutes playing G chord, D chord. That's pretty cool, but um, yeah, that's earlier. This Jake, is I I don't know album. anything about music theory. If you tell me if you tell me a G chord, I'm gonna say what? Oh, I was just it's it's so um, jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down, please. Yeah. Whoever's who's the editor? If they can just put a note in there. Okay, thanks. The um, editor is a li- uh, absence of a person, mm-hmm. no person. Yeah, but I uh, so I've been a casual. Grateful Dead fan just because I've I've listened to a few albums like their most famous album is called American Beauty and it's their most like critically acclaimed like the mainstream I guess I don't know like they they Mm -hmm. sent that to their record label and it was the first time the label was like oh my gosh like we could sell this yeah because um that's just like where all their hits are I think that was in the 70s I don't remember but I got into the Grateful Dead because of a documentary series I saw as soon as I got back. And, uh, I don't know, like learning about like how that shit was made and like, I don't know, I guess like the, the backstory about like, why are they making these kinds of songs <laughs> and stuff like that? <laughs> it just made me like want to like go deeper into it. And so, um, I don't know. This album, it's called Oxo Moxoa. Uh-huh. Um, I sort of just gave it a shot during one of my walks, and I, and I enjoyed my time multiple times. All right. You know? Um, I mean, I don't think I'm going to need much convincing on the take a walk during nighttime thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's not it's, really a... That's a... Yeah. Yeah. I would be hard pressed to be like, no, you know, (laughs) Uh, but I guess I'm just curious, like why this album in particular, because I feel like, I don't know, you're sort of a, you're sort of on your own Island when it comes to music appreciation. Mm -hmm. But I feel like whenever I talk to people who are like into music as like an art form, the grateful dead is like, just like a punchline. Like the Mm -hmm. grateful dead is never like, I, I've never heard like I w- if if like Felix walked up to me and said like oh dude you have to listen to this Grateful Dead album <laughs> like I would be in like, oh funny world. joke dude yeah oh I would I would say oh comedic <laughs> um like are you so, I mean I are you the Marx yeah. brothers <laughs> <laughs> are you the Wright brothers because uh you're flying you're out of here with that humor <laughs> yeah um. I mean, I always had that sort of perception for the longest mm-hmm. time, just because 
it's not the it's not the Beatles. Like the Beatles is sort of like when the Beatles would put out like an album, they knew part of what made it good was that like people like immediately think like, oh, that's like a sound that sounds good to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's a different ballpark with stuff like this. It's all it reminds me of like classical music where like personally I don't just like go on Spotify and turn on classical music because like that's just boring to me mm-hmm. but playing in like a band or orchestra like each time you play it like it gets stuck in your head and stuff like that um I found a similar thing it's a similar process with um the Grateful Dead where their earlier stuff before they sort of got super like country western vibey <laughs> uh-huh. it's very like i don't want to say i can like compare it to like jazz or classical music but it's definitely like it's popular music with a tinge of like art music i'd say okay all right where it's um like they're not making hits really okay um yeah, but this I mean, album, that makes sense. I think I'm pretty sure this was either their second or third album. It's their third. I was looking at right. when Spotify loaded, I, I I pulled the album up and I got to see mm-hmm. when it came out and the songs on it and yeah. everything. Immediately, I noticed that there's a there's a uh, a song called China Cat Sunflower, which is uh, that's a highlight for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, a I song guess... called Doing That Rag. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Also, I I I I'm looking at the cover and like, it's like a black metal album or something. Like it mm-hmm. says "Grateful Dead" at the top, and you can't, you just can't tell that it it sells it says that. Right. It's got that weird text where it's like uppy and downy instead of. And all the lines are connected to one yeah. another in a way that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I have a I jotted down a point about the significance of this to um, psychedelic rock or just psychedelic popular music. Music, yeah. In terms of, like, if Sgt. Pepper's... You know that album. Um, Uh, What is that album? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If that is, like... Was that by the Beach Boys? In... (laughs) All right, no. It's a joke. But, I, I know. I know. Sorry. Sorry, but uh, Beatles. Uh, you know. Um, Dan if Life, that album you know, was like <laughs> in in this the psychedelic music category, if that was like the pop album, and it went sort uh-huh. of like super like orchestral and just like weird, mm-hmm. I'd say this album is like the folk of that. So it's like a That's folk psychedelic yeah. album. I always think of these earlier Grateful Dead albums as like it's like a bunch of hippies doing their best at trying to do like a novelty like country western song. Like mm-hmm. do you remember from the White Album? I think Paul sang the song um Rocky Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. much like the second song in this album, it's called Dupree's Diamond Blues. 
It's very uh-huh. much in the same vein as like, oh, let's sing an old like, an old tr- trying tale or something like about this, <laughs> this your hero or something. Yeah. Also, I have to ask. There's like a there's a wonderful little bassoon or something playing in the background of your house. I don't know. Oh, you know quite exit. You know Ethan, right? He's uh, my who, brother. Who is Ethan? He's playing a little trumpet, and you know that's just. That just ha- might just have to be in the background of your podcast, bud. I, <laughs> it's I pretty pretty beautiful. You know, I'm, I'm having trouble hearing what you're saying because I am, I am being moved to tears. Um, <laughs> I'm just paying attention to that beautiful trumpet, that beautiful melodic line uh, yeah. that your brother's producing from nothing. Uh, be funny if he yeah he went in there and he wasn't <laughs> like reading sheet music. He was just like. His eyes were closed. <laughs> He's like, He's whatever really comes happy. to me, comes to me. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Genius, genius brother. Yeah. Um, Went in there the other day. He had like 18 test tubes with like, um, what's the word to describe like glowing material? Chemicals? It was, yeah, it was like, the if the lights were off, it would still, the room would be lit. Uh, luminescent luminescent he had these test yeah. tubes filled with luminescent chemicals and um i don't know what he's doing in there you know i think he's, he, he's i think he's gonna plans. create life <laughs> i think he's gonna make matter out of nothing <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna defy that scientific law <laughs> yeah ethan king is going to do that um yeah, yeah. so that's great uh great job ethan Back to Grateful Dead and you wanted me to listen to this while I take mm-hmm. a walk. Um, like, I don't know. As, mu- as much as I respect you on these things, between the fact that, like, like you, um, like, I haven't heard a great opinion of the Grateful Dead. And mm-hmm. also, you, whenever I co- come over to your house, or I did anyway, back before the, the, uh, before the liter- war asteroids and meteors outside <laughs> of the houses that we live in there's rocks uh, there's rocks and boulders and i can't get so, out of the door so many swords falling out of the sky that will <laughs> impale pale you on your skin um <laughs> well i would ever always come over and you would be like oh dude you gotta listen to this album and you'd put on like like beach time fun album from like in the <laughs> 50s or like, you, one time you told me that you like had downloaded the Dust Bowl ballads to your phone as a kid. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of the times you specifically are really into sort of the novelty of things, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I need I need a little more right like headiness. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know how much this this palindrome funny mm-hmm. unintelligible yeah. Grateful Dead album will do. I wouldn't me. I wouldn't say it's all. It's not like jokey. Uh-huh. It's like real. I'd say it's real song. Like it's songwriting. It's just some of it is mm-hmm. filtered through a very like happy like. I don't want to say jug band because they don't have a jug. But right. I don't know. I think they're all. But when you say jug band, I know what you mean. Like a sort of haphazard. Um, like you know. Like... You know, like banjo kazooie. Yeah, I know Banjo Kazooie big game. It seems like like whatever that aesthetic of world is, like that's what they kind of strive for, I think. Okay. Definitely the albums that came after that, 
they were like, we're going to do full like country Western albums, which is something I think Ween did that, you know, Ween. I I don't really, I, I feel like Ween is even in like a less definable category than the Grateful Dead. Yeah. They're definitely like album project driven. Yeah. And the dead. They made, they made God Ween Satan and they also made the mollusk with a, with a cool sludge what's the what's the what's the what's what's the title of their first song that i really like it's like fuck you you fucked up yeah they have a song called you fucked up and they also have a song that's the end credits to the spongebob movie (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny you bring that up because the grateful dead actually no they weren't associated with spongebob but you know who was david bowie is he really yeah, he actually he you know the Atlantis special for SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's just he's in our cultural consciousness. He's right in the frontal lobe, like <laughs> he's controlling the levers that moves like yeah. a collective brain. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the you, you know the weird like Atlantis guy from that movie. Yeah, is that him? That that's David Bowie plays him. Oh, voice acted that character in SpongeBob. Yeah, and I th- that's probably like. That's not enough of a cash grab to do it, like, for the money. Yeah. So he must know, like, the significance in children of SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants. Yeah. I mean, he's, so, he's, he's passed away, but... David Bowie knows the significance of children, so... I think we have it first here on uh, your podcast, Henry, that uh, David Bowie has passed away. I don't, uh... <laughs> I think that's more of like a you know notorious B.I.G. Tupac situation. Right? <laughs> I mean the guy the guy was conniving. He was clever. I if you I don't think he you know. Like he's in like an iron lung somewhere. I don't really think there's much you think cause he's on an for concern. Island? Yeah, he's drinking like a daiquiri in yeah. a hammock on a on a cartoon beach. You know. Yeah, he's he's a. Uh... He's not even in the real physical world. He's on a cartoon plane. He's a cartoon now. He didn't die. He's just a cartoon now. So jot that down. (laughs) Hey, Mike, when you're editing this, just make sure you jot. Hey, Tyler, when you're editing this, make sure to... Is that Game Grumps where they do that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Game Grumps. Cool video game reference. Cool video games. Grateful Dead. Right. Yeah, I mean... The the thing about this is that it, this is not so taxing of mm-hmm. a of a thing, and yeah. I also it's the same have... as if someone was <laughs> like, "Hey, check out this movie," and you're like, "I don't think I'll like that, but I'll check it out," you know? Yeah. Well, even a movie is even more polarizing because it's like that's an hour and thirty minutes. This sure. is thirty minutes, you know? Yeah. Like, this is a short album. I mm-hmm. like walking anyway, so. Mm-hmm. You're my friend. You gave this your seal of approval. Yeah. Probably going to do it like anyways. Like with like, like with uh, jigsaw puzzles or something. I don't know. I like wouldn't want to do that. I was thinking about if someone like asked me to do that. It's just I'm not <laughs> interested in that kind of thing. See that? Yeah. But there's sort of an inherent <laughs> interest in this, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you really, you picked a real, real low ball to yeah. throw. I mean, I, I wanted do to do something specific. Yeah. Because this is this is an experience I've had that uh-huh. is is so unique that I can't mm-hmm. relate to anyone about it. Huh. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it then. Um I was talking to my friend Nick. 
Nick Stanford. Um, Nick Stanford, a uh, 40-year-old man <laughs> with a big bushy <laughs> beard, scary cold blue eyes. He lives under a hill in a, in a secret hole. Um, and he, I guess we spoke about how he runs, like he's, he's a, he's a cardio guy. Like he does running. I don't, oh, wow. I don't like to do that. Yeah. But he runs only during the nighttime. And I've actually, I've spotted him by, um, you know, like Billy Wilson park. Yeah. It's a park in our town. I guess uh-huh. I saw. Did him... it used to be like Amelia Earhart Park, Amelia something? It was definitely. It, it was definitely a different name. I don't yeah. remember. But um, I spotted him like on the boardwalk, just with Whoa. like my high beams driving at like twelve. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "What idiot is just like running right now?" And then I saw it was him, and I like laughed out loud. So I was like, it's like so like in character, like just a cool like. He knows only he gets to experience something like that, <laughs> which is like I'm, I'm yeah. like recently because like everyone's so alone. It's like cool to think about like oh what's something like only I can experience, you know? Yeah. Like what's the most unique, like, like if you're gonna go about like life experiences in like a creative and like artistic approach, mm-hmm. like let's do something weird, you know? So he yeah. would run. I don't know if he still does this. He would run just in this uh, pitch black boardwalk, just through a swamp yeah. near this park. Uh, uh, yeah, and, like, right. I've, been, <laughs> I've been there a few times. And, like that shit's pretty scary. So his yeah. uh, his adrenaline uh, it gets going, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I get I think he listens to music, but um, I I told him about I was like yeah like I've been going on these walks, and like for some reason at nighttime, like underneath like I. Like, the moon is there, the stars are there, and, like, all of a sudden, like, it gets chilly a little bit, and there's, like, frost on the grass, and you start, like, perceiving things and almost, like, like a pre-birth sort of feeling. It's very surreal. Like, like a cinematic kind of, like, out-of-body. Yeah. It seems... Have you ever been in a situation... Like, I know I've been in a situation at, like, um... Like a haunted house, not a like a like an attraction, not like a real one. Where like you're you're in it and you're surrounded by like weird like darkness, but like lights, and just you're just like on edge, and you're like, oh, uh-huh. like it wouldn't matter experiencing this because I can't associate this with how I perceive things normally. Yeah, it's it's a very, it's very akin. <laughs> Okay. But it's not scary like a clown is going to come out yeah. and hit you it's with a Yeah, it's not scary like Jason from the movie Friday the 13th <laughs> is behind the, the, the wall that you walk in the haunted house mm-hmm. and your friend says is screams in your ear Yeah, and you th- and you think... <sighs> mm-hmm. And the, the cool thing about it is you don't have to, like... I know someone like me, I have that weird thing... Oh, he's getting really loud on that trumpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Really... I'm really I'm I'm moved to tears. Yeah. My something about like my social interaction, I feel like someone's always watching me, like if I'm walking around and I just get like if I'm with people like in a like if I go to Walmart and like someone's goofing around and like throwing shit, like I get nervous and on edge because 
something like instilled in me when I was like five was like, don't get in trouble or you'll see the principal, you know? Yeah. And I was, I just had this weird like fear, but some reason at nighttime, like, you know, no one's there. Um, I've never seen anyone in our neighborhood walking around. Mm -hmm. And so it's pretty much like, like if I wanted, I could just walk in the middle of the street because no one's going anywhere. Yeah. Like it's sort of a way to like, just like cut out society mm -hmm. from your life for a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm just, you I guess paranoid, the world. paranoid would be the word. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I spent time walking around during the day and I'm just like, Oh, like I saw a guy, he's probably half a mile down there. So I'm just going to be worried. Like by the time I get up there, like, do I have to say hi? <laughs> like... Absolutely. <laughs> I have the same thing too. I recently like ran outside for the first time because I couldn't, oh, yeah. due to things in my house, I couldn't go but like in the basement. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'll, that was pretty funny because I like accidentally did like sprints because I didn't I don't know how to run yeah. really, so I just like went as fast as I could until I felt like I was gonna die and then I yeah. waited and then I did it some more. So I was like super sweaty and for some reason like there's just so many people outside like with their families. Yeah. You know, and I I have I, you know it's quarantine and everything. I had to be six feet away, so I was literally like ducking and weaving like yeah. in the middle of the street like getting away from families and I was like this is so why would i ever enjoy this you know mm -hmm. yeah um, i i tried to run like a few probably like a few months ago and i just realized i just don't think running's for me <laughs> yeah I, I i came to the same realization and it's such i mean i you know like i wrote a song about like how i don't think running is worth it <laughs> <laughs> it's true like how even if you do like i guess like like years in you get you reach this point where like the endorphins are in your brain and yeah. you you get to a point where you're just trying to achieve goals that you've set uh-huh but you could use all that time to just do something I could else. play a cool video game dude I could play I could play uh, Legend of Zelda and I could have a sword in my hand yeah. so I mean take I like that I eat pretty healthy teachers. I'd say these days Yeah I mean I'm not unhealthy I think I'm just like yeah. sort of like I'm not fat. I'm just mm -hmm. kind of like normal, very human. mediocre by by like I'm just yep. you know little above the average BMI that I should be at. You know. Yeah. So it's just like I have to you know work a little harder. Sure. But, um. Yeah. But you're really you're really you have a glistening set of abs. <laughs> you, can, you can hurt a lot I, of people. I thought with about hands. like what if I mean this is pretty off topic my. I guess I had a pretty easy thing to for this podcast to bring to you, but uh -huh. I thought well, about. I, I think we can keep <laughs> talking, but I want to. I just want to close the bow on this. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, yeah. because it's so. I mean, the the whole conceit of it is like it's a unique kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I think it's kind of funny that you're like it's so unique. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna get make it not as unique by telling. Yeah, you. Well, I, I've done it like twelve times. Or it's That's just enough. like I know the words and stuff. Like uh -huh. I'm not a like a lyrics guy by any means. Mm -hmm. Of like, yeah. like I have friends who like they listen to a song and they're like singing the words because it's stuck in their head. Like I can't do that. Like I just don't process it like that. But like I know all the words and shit and like I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So man? yeah, I'll do the. I'll I'll walk for thirty minutes outside. Jake, you, you convince me. Oh, heads up. The second uh -huh. last song 
is just like a vocal solo. If oh, definitely. And worth, that's eight minutes. I was going to ask yeah, you about that. Definitely worth it for the first time. Like, try and to then, understand what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, not going to lie, I sort of skipped that shit. <laughs> that's, like, that's like all of anything by Yes, like the band Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think every song by Yes is worth listening to exactly one time mm-hmm. and then never again. Yeah. Yeah, it's anyway, like so if I had, talking... if I had the vinyl, I would listen to it. Uh-huh. But like in the days where you just skip tracks, I just I don't want to. Right. You wouldn't get up from your seat, you know, shake the cat off of you, lift up the the needle on the vinyl, yeah. carefully, you know, move the thing over to the 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 spot where you can see the song ends and the other mm-hmm. song begins on the circle. Mm-hmm. put it back down oh it's wrong put it back up move it back a little bit now it's too far back you know <laughs> you, you you wouldn't do that yeah yeah sure dude yeah sure sure i was thinking I how would you make like a portable record player i think that would be sick like i uh, thought about that a lot recently actually really yeah, yeah. like just like a backpack or something that just is playing a record a vinyl record i mean i guess oh you mean like as if it was like a dvd like you just slide it in no like it it's my i'm sort of envisioning like something keeps it in place on the bottom but it can still spin Mm. somehow oh that's a cool uh, idea yeah Um, and it's just like the the needle it's just all sideways and the needle's going you could probably uh, do, you know, like, um, what's that kind of, thing? not suction, but like, uh, you know, like a vacuum sucks things. Yeah. Like an, like just like mag, magnetic, you know. Yeah. I disc? guess what you could do for, um, 33s on, uh-huh. on the label, you could put it on the side underneath like some sort of magnet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might just have to. Yeah. Fuck your whole that might just, record collection up, though. That might destroy the record <laughs> forever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about that because I was like, um, like, being inside and at home all this time makes me want to do nothing more but just like, I guess like travel. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. I was thinking about yeah. like, it'd be cool to like, I guess the whole thing about like Crosley is like, oh, it's a suitcase, like you fold it up. But I just, I guess they're just so shitty for your records. Yeah. So I don't know if there would be a way. Yeah. I and mean, also the speakers if, aren't great on those things. If you could have like a, like a, a four, like the, the thing I'm envisioning would be like four, $4,000 easily. Like. Oh, like it's know. like army grade. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you know how in a, in a old timey jukebox, they'll like pick up the vinyl record and put it on. The oh, thing. so some like weird shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like some really not intuitive thing. It was made all. by like a like a Swiss. It, would ma- it was made by Rube Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I mean, what would you say if you. If you could travel for like the rest of your life and you can only bring like five of your vinyls like what would you bring probably uh i mean and this is like, like assuming you can't use like digital anymore yeah exactly i know but like from your record collection you have the one i have i'd probably bring uh like 
don't know. Like my top five favorite records, I ha- I all have on vinyl, but I don't really want to mm-hmm. like double up on one artist, you know. So it's like mm-hmm. sort of difficult. I guess probably like Mount Erie the album because it yeah. just it's so it's great cinematic. Uh, it sounds like nothing else. I like it a lot. I like how the um, cover is like lazily <laughs> just like not in line with the frame. yeah well that's like that that was the cd one and that was Mm -hmm. like since it was a cd like the cover was just like a big poster like there was no real album cover Mm -hmm. uh the vinyl has a really like a great like drawing of just a super sad old woman Mm. it's kind of sick so is that Um, that's the one that sort of ended the microphones yeah that was the last microphone and it it was like with the the bird that ate him Mm mm-hmm yeah, the the vultures. He climbs the mountain, and then uh, this cloud of darkness kills him. And then vultures eat him, and they gain hmm. his memories. <laughs> wow, that's it's very, pretty sick. It reminds me a lot of like, um, is that Prometheus? Yeah, who was like Just on like top any... of the mountain and like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I, I don't remember who did it, but one of the the gods or titans was like. Um, yeah, I think you're Kronos... immortal, so yeah. I'm just gonna have birds eat your organs, and then they'll regenerate, and you'll just it'll just keep happening, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's not like a, it's like a hell situation where yeah. it's like the amount of fear you have the first time every time. <laughs> yeah, pretty it's cool. Crazy. Uh, so I like that album a lot. I also like, um, well, it's like you know, like he's blinded in the first song, so I sort of feel like it's it makes a lot of sense for an album because he's sort of like climbing this mountain blind, mm. and because it's an album with no visual like component to it, you're sort of along for the ride with him because it's like you can't see what's going oh, wow. on either. Is it supposed yeah. to be like, um, is it supposed to be like during the process or is it like after the fact? It's a little. It's it's supposed to be during the process. It's mm. like, yeah. Um, Oh, and another thing is like the 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 album starts with like fifteen minutes of percussion, mm-hmm. uh, and that's supposed. I didn't really know this until recently, but that's supposed to represent uh, Phil Elverum growing up from birth to the person that he becomes when he climbs the mountain. So that's supposed to represent him like growing up as a person. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> it's, it's so cool. Like it's it's awesome. Yeah. So definitely that one. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think I'll ever get sick of it. Um. Even though mm-hmm. I, I like Teens of Denial more for Car Seat Headrest, I'd probably bring, like, uh, Twin Fantasy, just because I feel like it's more instrumentally complex, and, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's it's just... Like, even though it's a weird thing. Like, I like that album, Teens of Denial, more, but I feel like I've listened to Twin Fantasy more, and I hmm. would continue to listen to it more, you know? Yeah. Other yeah. than that, I'd, I'd probably bring, like, uh... To pimp a butterfly because it's like, you know. Yeah, you can't. You can't just have also. sad indie rock, dude. You can't just have sad indie rock. Sometimes <laughs> you need to have the rap that's sad indie. Sad, boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd probably bring uh, "Volnacura" by Bjork because it is another album I really like. The mm. fifth one's difficult because I've knocked out like, um. Honestly, I'd probably bring this. It's maybe a little too soon to say this, but after those four, I'd probably bring Igor by Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. uh, because like one thing you like, it's one of the only albums where I feel like the vinyl is just 
like so superior to the digital release mm. because it has an extra song and when you like you can sort of tell on the digital version that this is happening but like uh <laughs> like when you listen to the vinyl you realize that like every synth lead and like note is basically like vibrating like up and down like two like microtones oh, so it's awesome. like the whole thing is just like incredibly like fuzzy and like yeah. every like note transition has a bunch of like weird intermediary stages and it's like it adds a lot of oh, that's depth weird. i know yeah it's, it's sick wow um so probably those five mm-hmm. what about you um i don't know like i'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to spend time like thinking about it because i definitely have a record collection where some of them are just like not necessarily one and done but just right. like it's not necessarily my music taste uh-huh. where it's sort of just like because i have this machine <laughs> and speakers where i like i put a black disc like on it and then like a needle on it like i'd i prefer sort of a just a wide array of things to just yeah. like a small set of like things i like a lot whereas for me it's more about just like the process of just listening to albums yeah it's like or a like, it's like a hobby yeah, you I know. know um i know i definitely i'd bring first taste because i have that oh wow um y- even like if you owned other ty seagal albums on vinyl would you bring another one um yeah definitely <laughs> I, I have that one because I actually got it as a gift. Like, I usually oh, don't wow. buy, like, stuff like that. Because, mm. like, honestly, just money. But I probably bring yeah, I Frank Zappa Apostrophe. Wow. You got me that one. I literally bought that for <laughs> It's a gift along Pretty with cool. the Mamas and Papas Best Of or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got you a bunch of funny joke albums and your favorite album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd probably say that's still like my favorite album. It's very good. Um, see, like my collection, because I just have shit. Like I have twenty Benny Goodman records. <laughs> it's not even about like, oh, this is a good record. It's just like, oh, this is a good collection of Benny Goodman. Oh, this is a lot of black discs on a shelf. Kinda. I don't know, it's strange. Yeah. I have um I have this album. It's called Insatiable High. I'm not sure how to pronounce the artist's name. Hmm. Um it's a Japanese album from the Ooh. 70s. Yeah. That my friend Nick, we were talking about, he gave it to me as a gift. I, I forgot I who I forgot that person. I forgot who that person was. Oh wait, who's that guy you just referred to from before? I'm I'm scared now. I have a lot of fear. <laughs> um, and it's this cool, like disco funk, instrumental guitar album, mm. where it's that it's a really cool vinyl experience. It sounds good. Yeah, there's a there's like a lot that. of like weird like one off Japanese albums like that that are just like, mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of things, but nothing quite yeah. sounds like it. You know. It's a, yeah, it's one of those where. I could see how someone 
who doesn't play guitar would just like not want to listen to it. But I think he bought it for me because he heard something on YouTube. He's like, oh, this is like a cool guitar riff. But it's very, yeah. it's very cool. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's very, yeah, it's very aesthetic-y. Like it's of itself, sort of. Yeah. Um, how many was that? Is that three? That's three, yeah. Oh my god. First I guess taste. I'd probably bring like a Led Zeppelin album, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe this, you bring like maybe two four Led Zeppelin two probably just because that wow. that would be like if I was driving I'd be listening uh-huh. to that that's very good driving music that's true because Led yeah. Zeppelin four like I can just sing those songs to myself you know yeah <laughs> if I had to choose one Led Zeppelin album to bring like forever I'd probably pick like uh, Physical Graffiti because wow. it's just like there's just so much there you mm-hmm. know like I feel like that's the yeah. Just economically, that's the best choice to get the most out of it. So that's four. That's you bring four. Led Zeppelin two. Oh my god. Uh... You slipping, Jake. I do I do have the White Album, and that's a long thing, so I'd bring that. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. So a really cool uh, activity so, yes, we, I we will spontaneously take a walk created. <laughs> yeah i will take a walk around our neighborhood and i'll listen to this one album that you've listened to and say is good yeah dude i always i always walk by your house around track three and i, I see the light in your living room and i think maybe he's in there you know probably yeah i'm in there playing a video game i've been like uh i've been trying to beat all the games i've like had in my backlog for a long time yeah so I'm, I've, I've just been like all right, Pokemon game that I haven't touched in two years. <laughs> Let's do this. You know, like, pretty Ugh. cool. I think that's the stage you're at with that is where I am with any video game I've ever played, except I don't come back to it. I just give up. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing um, Link to the Past uh-huh. during, like, just this quarantine thing. Yeah. And I understand, like, I finally realized about myself, like, I get to a point in, like, the puzzle of the game I'm just like, oh, this like isn't worth. Like I just get upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, ugh. Like thank God for like save states and shit like that these days. Totally, yeah, definitely. But like, you should finish Earthbound, dude. <laughs> did I? I did start Earthbound a few years ago. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I think Earthbound is an RPG. Like that's is as RPG as I can go. Okay. Like I could that's never pretty, do That's Final pretty Fantasy, RPG. Like think. that's pretty like it's pretty I don't know, if you can handle that, you can handle a lot of things. You think yeah. so? I it looks pretty cool and cartoony, you know. It's a little bit different. So. Yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about Earthbound is that literally no one's ever heard of it. It's so <laughs> It's like the death grips yeah. of video games, dude. If if you if you go like up to Sergeant someone on the street Peppers and you say, and... "Hey, have you heard of this?" they will always say no. They'll say, no, what is that? I mean, probably most people, like, if you went in our town, like, when things opened up, and you say, hey, uh, Earthbound, you know it? Probably most people would be like, uh, no. No, yeah. no, dude. Get no. the hell out of here, dude. Are, are no. you gonna buy something or not? Get out of here. Yeah. I think not. Yeah, they, they, they would twirl their mustache and say, I think not. Yeah. But if there was a spectrum... Of video games where like one side 
like all the way on the left was like really easy platform and that would be like yeah. sonic <laughs> or something yeah like, like sonic Mar- the hedgehog 2 yeah like yeah like honestly like i don't play i've never gotten like 20 minutes into a sonic game just because i don't like how it feels like jumping and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure um and then like the other end would be like final fantasy stuff like the newer i don't even know where that stuff lives like i feel but, like i don't know for for people like there's definitely like games that are hard because like the mechanics of them are hard mm-hmm. to like do like dark souls or something but i feel like a lot of video games are just hard because they're like so deeply entrenched in like video game lingo and stuff mm-hmm. like i would rather give like a new video game person like dark souls than i would like final fantasy yeah. 15 did you, you know? ever see um a youtuber made a video about his wife who never played video games yeah i just, did watch that actually yeah it was just yeah. her perception of just like she doesn't know just the theme like the the regular tropes of video games yeah or like she was playing portal i think she didn't know how to look around with the camera yeah. so she was just moving yeah she just thought Crazy. you just move left right front forward instead of just like moving the camera which is wow. like i feel i have somewhat a version of that but not near <laughs> like <laughs> right. i was definitely i was a nintendo wii kid mm-hmm. so um usually like nintendo stuff i can hop on real quick sure but yeah like i don't know i'm not i, think, I don't play like destiny and stuff like yeah, that <laughs> i I, th- I was really close to sort of uh, like just being a nintendo person but i think that like years of minecraft i did like really <laughs> got me acclimated like honestly like yeah. so much like time just poured into minecraft dude. minecraft got me through some shit during this quarantine for sure yeah i'm i'm aware <laughs> your house still doesn't look as good as my house though yeah on your server on what your on my server both yeah i mean it's definitely better than that that jerk green top house we all know who's responsible for that yeah we're not going to talk about your co-host here this is a, <laughs> it's pretty irresponsible that he would leave a green top house and he's not going to be on the podcast yeah. okay Remember, uh, <laughs> we set it yeah. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that on that note, I think we're gonna yeah. cap it off there. We can still hang out, but I th- this is like fifty minutes. It's probably good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should have thought of something that was more. I guess we're both something that I would do that you wouldn't want to do. Is not it's hard to come too, by. <laughs> I don't know, like the Venn diagram of things. The middle section is pretty big, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like a good sixty six percent overlap. Like I wouldn't want to do jigsaw puzzles. You probably don't want to do that. Uh, listen to the first episode. I was convinced. Yeah. I was I was convinced of the merit. I don't know if I'm gonna like bust out a puzzle tomorrow. But if I run out of like video games that I like play when I listen to a podcast, I'll probably mm-hmm. do a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. It's like reading a book. You know. It's like you're. You gotta just take this step to get it. Yeah. open it up I'm, I'm i have like 15 books on my shelf i need to read <laughs> sad yeah yeah don't well i guess yeah. that's it for the episode thanks uh, for having me man sorry yeah. i don't know if it was my wi-fi or something goofed up in the beginning it was but... your fault it was your fault uh do you have anything you want to plug um 
Oh, it's like a real thing, dude. Yeah, I know. I guess I'm coming out with a new album. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> uh, by the end of the summer, it's going to be called Jingle Jangle. Awesome. But yeah, That's Jacob good. King. In the meantime, though, listener, on you can find him on everything. Jacob King. Uh, you can listen to the you know Pitchfork best new music uh, <laughs> ten they gave you know I, I wake uh, up everyone's freaking about the Fiona Apple one they forgot to you know J- Cherry Blue Jacob King mm-hmm. you know ten after Kanye before Fiona uh, <laughs> a lot of indie people sort of you know put it off you know they were like yeah this is too radio you know but yeah I mean really Cherry Blue is like like it it is like <laughs> what I want to walk down the aisle to so I would say listen to that album Ugh. pretty good. Um, I really liked the uh, the mandolin extra the oh, yeah. stuff you've been putting out recently. That's been good. I'm looking forward to Jingle Jangle. What's the What's uh, the worst thing I ever did? Worst thing you ever did? Um, probably. Uh, can I count stuff from the Sands? Sure. Yeah, probably. I'm, I uh, probably. The, I probably agree yeah. with what you have to say about whatever yeah. you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, like, they're all the same, because it's, like, I don't know, you can sort of view that as, like, ironic, but, like, it sort of mm-hmm. wears off, and it's, like, a little too, like, enthusiastic yeah. about other people not yeah. being as smart as you are to, like, you know. I'm getting to so the probably point that. where, like, a song, I've sort of, like, looped around, where, like, I was doing unironically, like, super cringy stuff, where I was, like, I'm gonna take on the world, and we're gonna take down the man, man. Like yeah. that was like a real narrative I wanted to release on Spotify. Uh-huh. <laughs> now yeah. I'm like I'm circling back, but I'm trying to figure out how to not sound like a dweeb, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not people... singing about little guys in a cave named Goblin, you know? Yeah. Although I feel I don't know I, at least with like Cherry Blue and then also like like I need to just spend more time with Manhead Tiger King, but I feel like also like. I feel like honestly, your music is the best when it's like sort of a, a, a splice between the two. Like that's why I listened to Cherry Blue so much was because it's about like a real like human emotion, like mm-hmm. a serious thing. But it's also like you know about like entering caves and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so it's sort of it was like the best of both worlds mm-hmm. for me. Uh, well, I'm glad you so, enjoy it. Yeah, I know, you're, so you're an avid fan of cherry blue i'm an avid fan of cherry blue uh i when it comes out on vinyl i will buy you know the limited edition blue vinyl cool i mean it's it's i'm not gonna do it okay i will frame it i will frame it in my house and put it above my bed i will do that all right um is this done (laughs) (laughs) you still have one more thing to plug i think oh check out uh soggy club it's a podcast I do with my friend, my good friend Aaron Shapiro. Yeah, um, it's a lot better than this one, at least so far. Well, you're getting might, you're getting there, bud. <laughs> I might I might surpass you at one point, yeah. but out the gate, you guys have a have a lead. We do we do it once a week, and it's uh, our format. We're still trying to figure it out, but it's still like we're comfortable speaking with each other. <laughs> so the that's format a good is thing, Jacob you know? King and Aaron Shapiro. Yeah, um, yeah. Soggy Club, it's it's on that stuff. It's on 
all the it's stuff on vinyl you, all the stuff you need all the stuff you want <laughs> check out soggy club podcast on limited edition platinum blue vinyl yeah check out podcast on physical medium <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah all right thanks for having me on this dude i appreciate hanging thank out. you for coming on i need you know sure i am the person depending on your labor for my product so thank you so will you ever how does this work do you have feedback like the next episode about if you did it no like you didn't no, talk about really. pu- all right it's just in the dark okay i might do like a big like bash episode later where i'm like i rapid fire like ah, i did all the things you know but yeah. like i don't know unless i'm really motivated i'm not gonna have a whole other part to you know no more cuss words <laughs> no more cuss words uh <laughs> Honestly, the okay, before we end the episode, I just have to say, like, people who say like the word heck in like everyday conversation oh, true. like make me angry to no end. Like, like I I'm feel so like even if mad. I was if I was if I really like if I was Christian, like I feel like I would be more offended by someone saying heck than hell. Because at least like hell is like a, a thing that we know is mm-hmm. real. Or you know, if yeah. you are religious i think heck is just annoying to everyone involved i feel like if you're the type of person who thinks that heck is like a a legitimately good thing to say like not ironically like you should sure like i think you should just like i don't know take like a long walk or something like like yeah like live a little one thing college did for me well we'll wrap this up soon folks (laughs) yeah (laughs) one thing college did for me was i realized that the world is pretty much in post we're post give a shit about swearing really yeah yeah i I, like i I had professors like like, the first day like say the f word and it was like weird to think like my teacher would do that but then i was like oh like like i'm an adult pretty much like those are adults yeah or it's just i don't know right when you're a little kid they don't want you to say it you know yeah when you're also a little kid they don't want you to have sex either but if you don't, then well, you uh, and me. There's no like, more. We're people. all around. We're doing that every day, dude. I mean, you and me. I mean, I'm I'm in my house alone, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I'm I've been Henry. This has been Jacob King. Uh, really on topic, cool podcast today <laughs> with my friend, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Jacob King. Check it out at Spotify. Check out Soggy Club. Both of those things are on Spotify. Check me out Apple on the Music. corner of Maple and Transit. I'll be check wearing a tutu. Jacob out. Ch- check Jacob out at uh, at uh, the local Tops. Oh, you don't work there anymore. You're unemployed. Yep. I forgot. No, pretty yep. sad. Check me out okay. at the Urban Outfitters being a really cool guy in a beanie. Well, I'm going to stop recording now. It's All the right. end of the episode. Literally goodbye.